14, 13, and 14. I'm going to ask Brother Jim Larson if he would start at 13 and read to 14. Praise God. Job chapter 14, verse 13 to 14. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. If a man dies, shall he live again? Praise God. Um, praise God. Let's go together in prayer. Let's ask the Lord to, to bless this service and pray for the anointing of his spirit and that our hearts would be open and my mind would be open to the Lord and to his leading. Praise God. Oh, Jesus, we come to you this morning, God. Praising you, Lord. We worship you, oh, God. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. We lift you up, God, right now. Oh, God. Praise God. You may be seated. Praise God. God is so good. Praise God. If a man die, shall he live again? Praise God. I, that scripture kind of, I, I like that scripture. If a man die, shall he live again? Praise God. Job was one that the Bible calls, a, he calls him a righteous man, a perfect man. Praise God. He, he would offer up sacrifices for his children that he didn't, he didn't even know uh, sacrifices for his children's sin, whether he knew whether they sinned or not. He, um, he was one who, who God even, he, he was even proud of, praise God, when the sons of God gathered one day before God and um, Satan stood there before God. And, and the Lord told him, look, have you considered my servant named Job? Have you considered Job? He's a righteous man. And Satan, he allowed Satan to touch his body, and he allowed him to take away his riches and his, and his fortune and to lay Job on his back. And Job had sores on him for, for days on end, for a whole year. Um, the, the devil was allowed to, to put the, the sickness, balls upon him, whereas he would scratch his skin with broken clay pots. And he was just in misery. This man was a strong man, though. Praise God, because he was one that he was one that went through. Praise God. When trials and tribulations come, he didn't fold up. Praise God. He was one that stood with the trials, realizing that this this trial, this trial, it did get him down. He cursed the day that he was born. But praise God, he did not he did he did not go back on his God. Praise God. He was one that stood stood with him, and he. And he began to, um, in this scripture, he began to say, well, if a man dies, shall he live again? And I want to ask you this question I, this morning. If a man dies, shall he live again? Praise God. A man's got to, he's got to make ready for his death. A man's got to re- make ready for his death. He doesn't know when that death may come, but he knows it will come one day. Praise God. If that's if the rapture doesn't come first. But, you know, the world has... Um, you know, all different types of answers to this question. I suppose if I were to answer this question, I'd have to say yes for some people. If a man so die, he shall live again. I can be assured of that for some people. But some people, I cannot be assured of that. And I guess the answer would have to be no. If a man die, he may not, he won't live again. Praise God. The world has uh, is, is such a condition that people, people are, are longing for an answer that's outside of the Bible. 
Praise God. They are longing for an answer to this question. People don't want to die. They want to live. The problem is they don't want to pay the cost. Praise God. They don't want to pay the cost of living again after death. Praise God. And the world gives them all types of answers. There's answers that some would give to say that we all are going to heaven. You've heard that before. We all are going to heaven. Um, you know, we. You know, it's just like anything else. You know, we're all in this in a different way, and that uh, that you know. But you know, we're all heading for the same thing. You know, so somebody told me one of my professors says that that I try to teach my kids to be to be good children and treat everybody nice and to treat everybody. Um, you know, as with, as they would want them to be themselves to be treated, but yet there is there is something missing in that. There's something missing in that. That won't get a man to heaven. Praise God. There's a place called uh, purgatory, supposedly, where a man can put one foot in heaven. I guess have one foot in hell, and with time and a lot of prayer and a lot of a lot of other things, a lot of indulgences or whatever, a man can lift his foot out of hell and be all together in heaven. That's what some people would tell us. That's what some religions would tell us. Praise God. But we know that it's not um, a Christian religion that saves us, but a Christian experience that saves us. Praise God. That Whereby we can answer that question correctly. And another, someone else would say, well, um, uh, you know, that you do live again. They say that you do. Praise God. But if you, when you die... Your living again may not be in your present form, but you may come back as a cow. And you may go around eating grass all the, the rest of your days, I, I would guess. Some people say that. But I say, well, if you, if you can come back as a cow, then why not come back as a hog or a squirrel? You know, what's the difference? But see, you just can't come back like that. The Bible says that if an animal died, the spirit of the beast goes down to the ground. He doesn't have an eternal soul. Praise God. He doesn't have an eternal soul. But we're talking about men. If a man wants to die, if a man wants to die, praise God. And there are others that would say, well, you know, all of us are going to heaven because I can uh, go back into the annals of my family history and I can look into uh, my family tree and find out where I come from and go back to my roots, so to speak. And I can be baptized for my roots and I can be baptized for the dead, and that will bring them out of hell if they should happen to be there and usher them into heaven. You know, what this does is give, you know, it shows us the yearning that people have for an excuse for not living right. shows us that people are ready, and they're so gullible, and they're ready to consider any answer from anyone. And you know the world and the devil is out there giving people answers, and they're eating them up wholesale. Praise God. But the Bible says that, our whole duty is to fear God and to keep his commandments. Praise God. A man can't lift himself out of hell. I don't, he, can't, he can't say, well, I am going, I am going to heaven or I am going, to, I, I am going to, to hell after he has met that grave, after the death has occurred in his life, and after they've thrown that six feet of dirt over him. He cannot change that destiny. Um, Job, Job spoke of this, and he says, can a man... Can a, who, is, who is the man that, that, um, that liveth, that shall not see death? That's what he said. No, that's in Proverbs, excuse me. But he, who is the man that, that shall lift himself, that shall, not see, that shall not see death? Or who shall deliver himself from the grave? Now, this is what the Bible says. Now, how can a man deliver himself from the grave? He can't. 
Praise God. He can unless he does, unless he does it before, uh, before he gets into the grave. You see? Praise God. There's a, there's a finality to death. You cannot live again if you, you cannot live again if you haven't taken care of that condition before you go in. Praise God. It just kind of depends on the way I look at it. It kind of depends on the way you die while you, the way you die. You see, that die can mean a couple of things. And I want to look at, uh, first of all, the, the first type of death. You see, there is a, a death that we all, when you are born of, of woman, the Bible says when that the man that is born of woman, his days are full of trouble. You see, his days are few and full of trouble. You see, you have many more troubles, though, if, after death, if, if you're not right with God. You see, many more troubles. Praise God. I've had people tell me, well, I'm in hell here on earth. I say, well, you may have a bad buddy, but you don't have half as bad as what you're going to have it down there if you don't change. Praise God. Of course, you know, we realize that there is something that we can't imagine about this place we call hell or the lake of fire. Praise God. But the Bible, the Bible gives us a way. Praise God. And it says that, you see, by one man, wherefore, by one man, Sin entered into the world. Praise God. And, and death by sin. By one man. And who was that man? That man was Adam. You see, each one of us have, in our nature, incorporated in our nature, we have a tendency to, to death. You see, we are born, but we will die if we don't do anything about it. All a man has to do not to go to heaven is do it, nothing. You know, just sit back and take it easy. See, that's all that's required. But see... The Bible says that by one man, sin came into the world. And we all become sinners by that action of that one man. That one man was Adam. Disobeying God. The Bible says that that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. And he sinned, so he died. Sin is disobedience to God. You see, but, you see, he, we have to then, we have to, to then, um, we have to then know that we can be delivered of that. Praise God. There is a, a physical death that we, that we will die, that we will die in this life. He says a physical death that we make preparation for. Praise God. Well, and the Bible says that, you see, we know sin. We know sin by the law which was given. You see, sin was not imputed unto men until that law came. But none, nonetheless, the Bible says in in the fifth chapter of, of Romans, you might want to turn there. Fifth chapter of Romans. See, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when there was no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. See, death reigned upon men. You see, I'm just trying to show you that there is something in us already. You see, Jesus came not into the world to condemn the world because the world was condemned already. The world was condemned already because of sin. Death had entered in. Praise God. But we, we, so we know that the physical death, and we should die the physical death, just that type death, 
then we shall be ushered into that, um, we shall not be able to answer that question and say, well, I shall live again. You see, but there is another type of death. There are two types of death, see? You see, there's one that's very physical, but there's a spiritual death. Praise God. And the Bible says that there's, there's a death that we can die. Can you believe that there's a death that we can die and we receive life? You look at a seed. You put it in the ground. It must die first. It must die first for it brings forth its life. You see, we, we must follow that example in a very real way. In a very real way. There is a, there is escape for this. Uh, there is an escape from death. All too many people do not realize that there is an ex- escape. Some people feel that you can't be forgiven for your sins. I mean, that they have sinned so much. Have you ever felt so dirty you wonder how God could even look at you and, want, and, and really love you and really turn, um, show his love and extend his love to you? Some people have, have done, I've, I've felt it myself sometimes. Well, I, I don't know how you could forgive me of my sin, oh God. Because of the things that I have done. Praise God. But he extends to us uh, an avenue, a way that he can draw us back. Can draw us back that we can live with him. Praise God. We can live with him. But see, there's a, there is that death that a man dies in his soul. Praise God. There's a death that man dies in his soul. There's a very real spiritual, something that happens to you. In Romans, the sixth chapter, it talks about this, this death, that a man dies. He is, he is know, knowing that the old man is crucified with him on the cross. You see, put yourself on the cross. We put ourselves on the cross with him. That spirit, that spirit inside of us, just uh, we, we kill it. That tendency for the old nature, that tendency for the old sin. You see, that we, we, we kill that. We don't want to be a, that to be a part of our lives anymore. Praise God. We, we, we just uh, we begin to mortify our bodies. You see, that we can attain unto something that we have not had before. We're just, like, we're just like seed that needs to die in this world here today. You see, the world needs to know about, the world needs to know about this real, re, what the Bible calls a repentance in our hearts. That it can change us. And make us over anew. You see, there is this, this death that will overtake us if we don't. Praise God. That's called the second death. You see, this, there is there's that physical death. And then there's the second death. You see, if you die and with, without that first, that first being, having that, that nature inside of us removed and done away with, then you, we'll, we'll have a part in that second death. And that's a spiritual death. Something that, something that just takes us and and where we are and eternally in in damnation forever, torment. You think about the the man, the 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 rich man, the rich man that died and went to hell. Let's turn to Luke 16, the 16th chapter. chapter. Now this man was, a, was one that he really had it good while he was on this earth. He really had it good. He was, a, he was rich. He had, he had all the things that he, that he wanted. He had a palace. 
Oh, he was just, he was just all lavished in, in his way of living. And this man had not considered his, his heart, just like many do not consider his, his heart before he dies. Many, many, what, what happens to a man that lays on a deathbed and, and just, and just uh, in his mind, somehow he just put, lays aside the, the fact that he's going to meet his death when uh, he's going to meet his death. What, what happens to a man in his mind when he realizes that, uh, you, you know, when he lays aside the fact that God is going to judge him one day? You see, this man did not consider his soul. But, you know, in hell, it, the Bible says he lifted up his, his, he lifted up his high eyes in hell. Now, see, can you tell me that this man, he was, he was talking to Abraham. Was he really, was, was he one that lived? Was he, was he one that was living at that point in time? Can you read that? Can you see that right there? Where it says he lifted up his eyes in hell. And he says, Father Abraham, you know, have mercy on me, send, it, send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in flames. Now, this man was actually talking. This man was actually, he had feelings. See, he, he was tormented. He could feel the fire on his, on his, whatever it was, his being. He could feel that torment. You just don't have, you're, you're just not um, a, a jelly bean or something. I mean, if you don't, you're just not a jelly bean or you have feelings if you can feel fire. You know, there's something to you. There's something in you. There's something that, that still is with you. You see, for feeling this fire and feeling the flame, the torment. But this man, he speaks. He speaks. Now, is he dead or is he alive? Somebody tell me, is he dead or is he alive? Well, he's a, somebody said he's alive. You see, anybody else have another answer? He's both. He's alive and dead. Okay, anybody want to go for dead, period? Okay, Jim says he's dead. Well, see, even though this man has feelings, you see, even though he has his consciousness, he's aware of what's going on around him. You see, this man is actually dead. Praise God. Because his death is sealed. Because he's, um, his, his death, he, he is dead because he's departed from God. He is separated from God. There's a great gulf between him and God, him and heaven. Praise God. He is dwelling in a place that was what was made for the devil and his angels and was made for the devil and his angels only, but because that he did not follow the will and the commandments of God, he was, he was delegated to this place. He had to go. You see, he had feelings. You see, a man will, we need to be conscious of the idea that we will have the same feelings that you have right now. You have your feelings. You have, you have your consciousness. You'll know sin when you see it down there. Praise God. If we ever, if we ever to be so misfortunate to, to, to go and have to be uh, destined to the lake of fire, we will have our senses. You see, this is what many people don't realize. They're uh, like you're, now I'm, I'm just mentioning this because this is, this is what they teach. But Jehovah Witness teach there isn't a hell where you burn. You see, that's very unfortunate because it kind of soothes the heart of men to know, well, I can live like this, like I do, and uh, I won't go, I won't go too, too down. I mean, I, don't, I won't suffer too much for it. You know, I won't uh, be separated too much from God, or I won't, um, be, I won't suffer in myself, you see, because I'll just be laying in the grave. This is what they teach, that the grave, that hell is the grave. 
But see, hell has a much deeper meaning than this. Praise God. It, it just does. And this kind of soothes men to feel this way. But this man, this man knew what he felt. Praise God. He says, touch the, the tip of your tongue, uh, finger in water and touch it to my tongue. You see, that I might be cooled. How much water can cool your tongue? Praise God. You tell me. When I drink water, I guzzle it. I drink about five glasses of colored water with sugar every meal. You see, just to, just to, to, to you know, get rid of my thirst. I guess I'm a hog, I suppose. I don't know. But, I, you know, just imagine now, if, I, if I'm in this situation in this life, just imagine what it would be like in that life. You see, that being, being in that situation where, where a man cannot, cannot have access to anywhere else, to any kind of, any kind of um, soothing of his, of his spirit other than, to, um, this, other than to be tormented in flames. Praise God. We need to consider that. We really, really need to consider that when, our, when we talk about our walk with God, too. You see, our walk with God is something that's so sacred and something that really is, is, to, be, um, really is to be worked on and honed day by day. Praise God. I, you know, I think about it. If I, if I miss a, miss a um, time praying when I should pray or miss a time fasting when I should fast or reading my Bible, I just think about, oh, God. You know, what if you came today and I wasn't aware of something that I should have been aware of? See, the world doesn't think, this world doesn't care. But praise God, the people of God should care. Praise God, we should care about our, our relationship with God and our Lord. Praise God. This man lifted up his eyes. Remember, we'll have our feelings. We'll have our consciousness. We'll, we'll have everything that we have now. You see, down there, praise God, you're... I don't know what kind of body they have, but Jesus said, you know, fear, fear not them that are able to kill the body, but them that is able to destroy both body and soul. Praise God. So uh, you take it from there. I don't know what kind of, I know a man's soul will, will be destined there if, praise God, if that's just the way it is. You see, but there was a way, praise God, has been provided for us. Knowing not that the, the old man is crucified with him, Praise God on the cross, knowing that he's nailed with him on the cross. That spiritual death brings forth life. That spiritual death, if it comes before the physical death, it brings forth life in our souls. Praise God. It brings forth life in our souls. Just like, you know, we, we long, we think about, we sing songs about Jesus coming back. We say that, praise God, that, um, that, we are, that he's coming soon and, you know, oh, I want to see him. We sang that on the bus this morning. Oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. And there to sing forever of his saving grace. And we, we sing those songs with fervency. Praise God. Because we know that for the church there is, there is no death. You ever wonder why in, in Corinthians, where, where Paul says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Praise God. I, I it, I was just wondering about that sometime. Why is he said sleep when he was talking about men that were dead? You see, because when a man dies with life, you see, he, he's only sleeping. When he dies with life, he's only sleeping. You see, the life of a man, if a man, how can a man live again if he never lived in the first place? He can't. If he never lived in the first place, how can he? You see, we get a hold of that life. What did Jesus say? I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. 
not only in that world which is to follow, praise God, but right now he promises more abundant life. He says it's true, it's true. Praise God, if God says it, we need to believe it. You see, he, he extended himself, he was broken unto death. You see, this is what Hebrews, Hebrews the second chapter, ninth verse tells us. And that Jesus uh, tasted of death for us. You see, we don't have to taste of death anymore. Praise God. That's been taken away from us. That's been, that's been, uh, that's been settled. Death and Jesus has the, the keys to death and hell. Praise God. And he tasted of that death for us. He was made the sacrifice for us that we might not have to taste of it. Praise God. And all we have to do is come to him by the grace that he's extended. Isn't that so beautiful that he has taken it all on the cross for himself? Praise God, that we can, that we can come up with the, the, for, our, for ourselves, that we can say, yes, Lord, praise God. Yes, Lord, if, uh, if a man die, he shall live again. I shall live again. I know it in my heart. I shall live again. Praise God. I don't care, I don't, I don't care what, what, it may, what may happen to others. You see, the Bible says, I don't care what may happen to, to others, I mean, as far as um, you know, how they take the word of God. That's what I'm saying. Praise God. You know, the word of God is going to stand true, that no title of that word is going to pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away before, you know, any title of the law shall pass away. He promises this. He promises the resurrection. He promises us all these things. He says, look, if I, if I go away, you're going to come with me. You're, I'm going to take you up, and you're going to be one of my own. You're going to dwell in some of my mansions. You're going to dwell in some of those houses. I'm going, and I'm going to away, and I'm making a place for you. You see, even right now, he is up there. I'm sure he's up there hammering and nailing, so to speak, putting his house together, and put your name plate on there, that we may live again, because life is none, none other than living with Jesus Christ, none other than living with him. Any other life is life that is defined according to the world, which is death. Praise God, which shall separate us from from him, which shall separate us from him. But we know that if we die in him, if we should, if we should go and, and be buried in, that, in Jesus Christ, you know, we, we're young, you know, everybody's in here young. Praise God. Everybody's in here young, even Sister Rose young. And, uh, and everybody's in here young, but, you know, we don't think about death too much, you know. We don't think about uh, you know, dying too much, but praise God, we know that we shall be caught away if he shall come back if we are in him. Praise God. And to, and to, to just know that, you know, that promise that, you know, it says the dead in Christ shall rise first and, and we that are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air because he has, he has done all this for us. He has made, he has been the atonement, he's made the sacrifice, praise God, he's prepared the way, He. The Bible says that he was, he was delivered for our offenses. Praise God. He was raised again for our justification that we might be justified before him. He took thousands of years. He took thousands of years making, making preparation to bring us on in, to bring us on into this new life that we could have part and partake of what he has wanted for us. Praise God. That's how God is so good to us. Praise God. That's how it's so good to us. Praise God. Oh God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. He's been so he's been good to us to to have 
taken away our sins. Praise God. They have taken away our sins that we might have life. When I want to, when I go back to that Bible and I consider that answer, when I consider that he, he, he wants us to live again, that he has made the way for us to live again, praise God, my heart just is poured out to him. I want, I want this, Lord. Jesus, I want this. Praise God. I, I yearn for this. This is, this is all I live for, Lord. Praise God. Everything becomes second place to me. Praise God that I might, that I might live. You see, Job, even though he was back in those days, he, he was long before Jesus Christ, he says, look, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Praise God. He looked forward to that time when he would be resurrected. And he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Praise God. I shall see him. And my eyes shall behold him and not another. He knew that Christ was going to come back. He knew that he would be resurrected. He died and, and he died and he had a, uh, his heart comforted. And he was of old and of many days. He was comforted to know that his God was righteous. That he was able, that which he was, had promised, he was able to perform. Praise God. He was able to perform. He was able to give it. Give it to us like he said he would. Praise God. I love him this morning. Praise God. Don't you love him? Praise God. Let's lift our hands and worship him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Praise God. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name. Oh, God, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, I love you. I love you, God. I love you, God. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, he's so wonderful, he's so real. Praise God, he's so real. Praise God. Oh, God. Praise God. When I consider that, that Job, before he asked that question, he said, look, I know that my time is appointed. See, he knew that it's appointed for once for man to die, but after this comes the judgment. But he says, look, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, look, I, I, I don't mind going into that grave. Look, because I know my Lord is... Got a time appointed, he's going to remember me. Praise God. He's going to lift me up. Praise God. I don't mind, you know, because the, thir- the skin worms can destroy my flesh if they want. You know, I know that my God, if he's able to make this promise and to keep it, he's able to bring that flesh back together. Praise God. He's able to bind those molecules back together that I can have a new body and new flesh. Praise God. And I can rise with him. Praise God. Made over anew. You see, that I'll be resurrected, praise God, and at that judgment, see? This is something that, that every man, the Bible says in, in Revelation, the 20th chapter, you see that great, both great and small, rich and poor, stood before God. Great and small, this is something that affects everybody. There is something that we, appointment that we all have to keep. Praise God, we were born with it. You can't break, I mean, if you go to the dentist and, you set up an appointment, you just make a telephone call if you want to break it and say, okay, I'm not going to come in today. But you can't do that to God. Why? Because he does the calling. The Bible says, where does the dead come from? It comes out of the sea. The sea gave up his dead. Everything. You see, but some come back to their senses like that, that, um, that king did. He came back to his senses. He came back together. And he was, but he, and he had his, his consciousness and all his senses, but... Somehow that was not life anymore. That was not life. That was death. That was eternal. Something that, that was with him for all of his days, so to speak. 
Praise God. He had met his grave, but he had not met it in the right relationship with God. And see, that's the way men will be. Uh, those that say, well, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in, in, in God's existence. I don't feel him. I don't want to feel him. I want to do like I want to do. I'm, I, they, those shall still be resurrected on that day and to stand before God. And the Bible says they should be cast in the lake of fire. And this is the second death. The second death. Praise God. Physical death. You reap physical, I mean, uh, uh, eternal death. But if you go through that spiritual death, if you go through that spiritual death, you shall attain unto life. Praise God, eternal life. That's abiding with our Lord Jesus. Praise God. Let's stand. Oh, God, I love you, Jesus. I love you, God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Praise God. God is so wonderful to us. Is there some, there is something that God has has done by going to the cross. He's bonded himself, praise God, with the flesh of man that that he might become not only the, the he might not only, you know, be God, but he be, could be God to man. That he could become the atonement, the sacrifice for our sin. That sacrifice that, that does that does wash away altogether. There's nothing that God can't forgive a man of. There's something. There's nothing that God can't heal. Praise God. God has died for our sins. The salvation means to be made whole. Praise God that we might have healing and we might have salvation also. Praise God. He did all this for us. Praise God. Don't we want to take part of this today? Praise God. He's coming soon, isn't he? He's coming soon. All the signs point to that. Praise God, you that get uh, able to get newspapers every, every day. You can look in, some, in the newspaper every day and find something there. Not that you're looking for it, it just kind of smacks you in the face. You know, you can compare it with the Word of God and you find that it's, uh, it, it aligns so, you know, that this was predicted many days in the, in the past. We want to give our hearts to God and we want to, we want to live for Him. We want to be ready when He comes back. Amen. Praise God. I love it. He, oh, yes, he's coming. Oh, yes, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. With joy we welcome his return.
walked into a class downstairs and talked with some of the children there, and I asked them, why do we come to church? And invariably, I think every hand just flew up. And so I began to ask them, why do you come to church? I said, to learn about Jesus. Well, why do you need to learn about Jesus? I said, so we can have the Holy Ghost. Well, why do you need the Holy Ghost? Well, so we can learn to be better boys and girls, and so we can go to heaven, and so we can live in the presence of God. And certainly, I believe all those answers are correct. We come to church... We come to church not just to see how uh, well we can dress and how much we can show off. We come to church not just to see our friends. We come to church not just to find a, a place to clap our hands. But we certainly come to church because we are interested not just in this day, but in all the days to follow. In every path that man travels is proven, whether it be good or bad, by the end to which it leads. And this is why we end all of our services by asking if you have a particular need to come and pray, regardless of what your need is. Here at Calvary Gospel Church, we believe that Jesus Christ heals the body if you're sick. We believe He supplies the need if you have a need. We believe that He arrests the problem if you have a problem. And he will believe, we believe that He will save your soul if you are lost. So regardless of what your need is today, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> we extend an invitation to you to come and trust God and seek the Lord. So we'd like for you to respond at this time if you have a need, but just coming and standing on either side of the pulpit here, and we will minister to you. If you do not choose to come, we'd like to have you to turn and kneel there at your pew and pray. And after you have prayed, you can consider yourself dismissed. May God richly bless you and go with you. We want you to know that you're invited to come to all of our services. Please do remember our service this evening at 7 o'clock. We trust that you will come and be with us. I know that if you do choose to be with us, that God will bless you immensely. Would you come now at this time if you have a need? Praise God. Oh, yes, He's coming soon. He's coming soon. With joy we welcome His return.
wonderful 